What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Marriage Mondays here on the Two Feet on the Ground Gravity Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris. And I'm your other host, Jamie. And today we will be talking about unpacking conflict. Yeah, believe it or not, folks. Again. We we fight every once in a while. I'm going to call it an intense moment of fellowship. And it gets intense, folks. It gets intense. I wish it was getting intense in the way I like Stop it to get moving intense. moving forward. But Stop. that's not what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about the intense that I don't like. We'll be getting to that here in just a second, folks. But first, I wanted to spotlight for the last time, or at least the last time this year, an organization that is close to Jamie and my heart, and that's 484HERO. 484HERO.com has all the information. It is run by our friend Sierra McCartney back in or back on January 8th, 2018, her husband, Daniel McCartney, was murdered in the line of duty while he was serving the community in Pierce County, Washington, over by Tacoma. And Sierra and her boys started something called Coffee with Dan. It's a way to remember Daniel for the great man that he was. And it's also a way to show appreciation towards law enforcement because when Daniel died, The law enforcement community came around Sierra and supported her and her boys. So uh, this coming up January 8th, this coming up Saturday, wait, Sunday, it's Sunday, excuse me, uh, Sierra and 484hero.com is partnering with coffee shops all around the country to bring free coffee to law enforcement, a way to remember Daniel and to say thank you. Check them out today. 484hero.com. With that, James, I don't know. What do you think? Do we give us a shot? Absolutely. Here we go. So last night is a Friday night. Yes. And it was date night. Heck yeah. Disciplines of Dating, episode one, folks. Super pumped. Did we have a good time? Uh, we did. We had a good date. Yeah, I, I was getting hangry there for a second, folks. We we went to try Mexican. So we went to the one closest to our house and loved the food there. And there was like... No parking places available. And like, I don't know, 20 people sitting in the front entryway area waiting for a table. And like, there was no way. Like, I was going to have to eat my own arm or something. So, And he gets this look on his face and his mannerisms get sharp. Like, movements are quick. I was driving, folks. It was kind of dangerous. And I can just tell that, like, we are at a boiling point. We need to get somewhere with food quickly. And, you know, I can't remember who it was, but when we first got married, one of Jamie's friends talked about a hot, hungry husband kit for when you're traveling in the summer. Maybe we need to have, like, a cold, I can't think of a way to make it sound like rhyming, like hot, hungry husband, but something similar, right? It's cold outside right now. Cold, cranky car kit. Cold, cranky Chris kit. Right. Ah, there you go. There we go. Start throwing food at me. And I think I was okay. I wasn't mean to you overly. We got to a, a, a sports bar that we like to eat at and had some great pizza and it was really good. But that's not where the night ended. It's not. And in talking about uh, this topic today, I'm just going to be honest and tell you that I was hesitant. Yeah. Why is that, Jim? Because I don't like conflict. And I especially don't like it, like talking about it with you or with the audience that could be listening, I guess. With the world, whoever decides to click download and play, yes. But the heart behind it is that 
maybe you'll find value in hearing our conflict, uh, seeing how we processed it, and tips for moving forward. That's our hope, folks. We want to bring value to your marriages, to your relationships. And it is hard for us to sometimes be transparent and vulnerable with with what we got going on, but we're doing it intentionally, hoping that, yeah, you'll draw some value from it and it'll improve your relationship. I can tell you this, James, even though it, it is uncomfortable, I feel like it improves our relationship because when we break down conflict, when we break down the disciplines of marriage, I feel like you and I are a little bit more dialed in with it next time. Uh, I know recently we hadn't been going on dates very often and, and I mentally thought that and I was like, dang, like we need to get back into this because... Uh, we recognize that it's valuable. So, all right, here we go. Strap in tight, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't like, like, no, nothing, nothing was broken. It wasn't. But here's a little bit of background leading into where I feel like the conflict rooted or started. Yeah. I don't like talking to you about house stuff. And there was a leaky faucet in the oh, bathroom. Wow. This is some and so I casually mentioned it once and then I directly mentioned it and you just went and took care of it but my perception was you didn't want to do that and then we get a call that leads us into that's our a really good point yeah now I will say that anytime I can fix something in less than 60 seconds it makes me feel more like a man like I think I As it should I think I strutted out of the bathroom like oh I am man I fix things all I did was I turned it on all the way and turned it off folks and the leak stopped so I don't know what I did other than magically fixed it but you're right so that happens the i go in there the faucet is fixed i don't even know if i told you i fixed the faucet yet and i get a phone call from one of our girls and her car isn't wanting to drive i think the e-brake was maybe stuck but you set that up james so we uh we get a call that she can't leave work and luckily we live very close so that was nice we do so you and i jumped in the car and we headed over there now you should know that in our area right now um it's super cold, and especially in neighborhood streets and parking lots, it's just ice. Yeah. Sheets of ice. And so driving is scary. And then in parking lots, you have different situations you got to navigate, right? Your tires sometimes slip on the ice as you're turning or doesn't go exactly right. So that was a piece of, of what was happening here. Yeah. So we get to the parking lot of our daughter's work. And Jamie's driving. I'm I'm riding because he's going to hop out and help her. I'm going to help hop out and help her, and maybe drive her car home, whatever. And as we get there, I, using my left hand, give I say, "Hey, park over here." And I don't exactly see where he's motioning for me to park. It's super clear. I used my hand. It's just like I said, "Park over there." I mean, like everyone knew, right? Over there. Over there. Yeah. Over there. That's a really wide range. I was looking at it. I was looking it was really at clear. driving safely. It was really clear so for me where I wanted you to park. You and your two good eyes saw where you wanted me to park, and me and my one good eye did not. Anyway, I could have pulled in right next to our daughter. I don't like parking right next to her because it was a sheet of ice right next to her. And then maybe I'm going to have trouble getting out of there. So I see that. I don't want to park there. I didn't want her to park there either. That's not where I told her to park. I told her to park somewhere else. His directions were not very clear. Okay. So when I say park over here, you start going towards the place that you now are saying that you didn't want to park. Because I thought that's what you wanted. Oh, see folks, as we unpack this, we intentionally did not unpack this ahead of time. Yeah. We, yeah, we didn't talk through this in the, in the pre-show. We, we decided we were going to talk on this, but we didn't actually communicate to each other yet on what we both thought 
So she was thinking I was asking her to park, park in the little little ice square. Right. Right. Where I'm going to step out and slip and break my neck. And I didn't want to do that. And apparently he didn't want that. And so I just stopped. There's well, no one well, in the parking lot at this point, I, moment. I'm add a little bit more because there was one more layer there because you... You thought I was asking you to park there. So it sounds like you started going that direction. I did start going that direction. And so when I saw her go that direction, instead of where I asked her to park, I go, okay, I guess park there. And then instead of parking there, she just stops. Because I can't with him right then. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I, I say park there. I say park there. Where are we going to park? Like, let's just drive circles around the parking lot. Beth I don't know. Dutton was welling up in me <laughs> and I just chewed her back so that she didn't come out. And I just stopped. I stopped the train station right there. So, you know, we like movie references, I guess in this case, TV show references. Yes, we've been into the Yellowstone, which I'm rooting for the Duttons. I don't oh my think gosh, that's... They are murderers? They're horrible people, folks. <laughs> Why are we rooting for them? Like, oh my gosh. Like, but I'm still doing it. Like, go Duttons. Yay. Yeah. Anyhow, so she just stops. And he gets out of the car in a snarky attitude. I think I said to you, I, or just park it here, I guess. Yeah. And so I got out. He gets out. And I pull up alongside the curb, or maybe I went all the way around at that point. I don't even remember. I think I just pulled up alongside the curb and waited for whatever was going to unfold there. Now, I got to set this up a little bit because our our daughter is a smart young lady. And she'd had something similar happen, I don't know, a few weeks ago when she tried leaving her house. And so she called me and I talked her through it and she fixed the issue. And I think it had to do with the e-brake just not totally coming off, meaning she has the e-brake on. She releases it and she can't drive because it's still stuck a little bit. I think that's what she fixed last time. So I got in the car. I put the e-brake on all the way. I released it all the way and it was ready to drive. Ladies and gentlemen, this is two things inside of about 15 minutes that I fixed in 60 seconds or less. I'm right right about now. The testosterone is really flowing through the body. Oh, yes, it was. And my man card is feeling really like credentialed or you know i'm like yes and our daughter's little face just sank and she shrugged her shoulders as if to say what yeah she was like what'd you do i was like i took the e-brake off so i drive i throw it in reverse and start driving home pause oh yeah because the next piece for me of layering conflict yeah was you told her to ride with me oh i didn't mean so she comes over to me now dad's upset at me Oh, wow. Because you told her to ride with me. Yeah, that was not intended to be communicating. And she had prepared a yogurt for him, like made him something special, even put a sticker on the top with his name on it. It said, to dad, love you, hearts. And she was like super excited to give this to him before this like car issue happened. And so she's in the car saying, he's probably mad at me now. I was like, no, he's probably mad at me. I didn't park in the right place. Like, it's fine. So I don't know any of this conversation. He doesn't hear any of that. I've heard of this. So we're going home. And actually, as we're going home, I decided to go buy our neighbor's house. Folks, we have the best neighbor in the world when it comes to decorating his house. I don't want to know what his electricity bill is. And I think the entire neighborhood should probably contribute towards it because it's ridiculous. I mean, you know, I'm trying to think Griswold. What's Griswold's first name? I don't know. In, in Gris- I know who you're talking yeah. about. I can't think of it. I can't remember. It is Griswold, yeah, right? that's their last name. All right. Well, you all know who I'm talking about, and you all can tell us. Clark. Clark. Clark, yes. And, I mean, like, this guy makes Clark look like he's JV. That's all I'm saying. And this guy has it put together to where, like, he's not catching his house on fire or anything like that. Anyhow, I decided to go buy that house because I hadn't seen it yet this year completed. 
And so by the time I get home, I'm feeling pretty good. And I had mentally thought through, I don't want her to think I'm upset with her for coming in and helping her. I want her to always call us if she needs help. Now, I didn't think that because I knew she thought I was upset with her. I just sat there and thought, I need to make sure that she knows that we are always willing to come help her. So you guys get here, she comes out and comes over to me and she says, I'm sorry, dad. I'm like, oh, babe, don't be sorry. Like, call us anytime. So right now I'm thinking, yeah. He's doing good right I there. I fixed in his two mind. things in 15 minutes, ladies and gentlemen, and I've affirmed my daughter, you can always call us. So life's great. And then, and then. She tries to present you the yogurt that she oh, made for yes. you. She, and you completely downplayed it in yeah, my view. She, yeah. She, so she goes, hey, dad, I, I made that yogurt for you. I'm like, oh, honey, I don't want a yogurt right now. Is I'd actually just had some yogurt from the exact same place like an hour, hour and a half before. I'm like, oh, I don't want any sweets right now, babe. Instead of saying, oh, thank you and receiving it from her. It was, I don't want it right now. And she takes it and she turns to me and she kind of shrugs. And I'm like, oh, no. So then I walk over to Chris. And I'm still not feeling really great about the girl right now. She doesn't know where to park. So like, that's where I'm at. He's in conflict with me. <laughs> and he doesn't know the conversation I've had with her or the perception that he's given off in the parking lot. So I say something to the effect of, she made that for you? Go say something to her. And what did you say to me? I don't remember what I said to you. I wasn't happy with you at the moment. What yeah, did I say? I smelled that. You said, <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? I said, I don't know. Something like, thank you, or, or just go see what it is she made, because she made it for you. She put a sticker on the top of it just for you. Now, here's a, a, a thing, ladies and gentlemen. Like, even when I'm frustrated with the girl, uh, I do trust her instincts and observations. So I came in, I I thanked the girl. Hey, thanks a lot for being thoughtful and making that for me, hon. What, what did you make me? And she told me what it was. I can't remember what it was. Pe something peanut butter, probably, because that's what I love. And uh, so I thanked her. And oh, I don't know where her and I are at. She's still sleeping right now. And then I got ready for bed and went, went to sleep. <laughs> I mean, that's the short story of what he did. But uh, I'm going to make this non-sexual comment right now. Non-sexual comment. Every day, Chris and I have oh. bath time together. Yeah, yeah, we, so that's a non-sexual thing. Yeah, we've been doing that since, since marriage. And I'm sure like the first time or two it. It wasn't non-sexual. If but one at this of point, us, it's non-sexual. If one of us does not wait for the other during bath time, you are in trouble. Unless there's express verbal communication of why we're not waiting, because there right. are times that one of us is is trying to hurry to do something. Totally, I'm really tired. I got to get to bed. I'm I'm just gonna get in and out. Yeah. Like when it's but communicated, no problem. If you don't say that, then then we both know that the other one's upset with us because there's no communication happening right now. And they took a bath in lightning speed or a shower in lightning speed. Here is the news flash. I was upset with you too. And I would have gotten out of the bath first if oh, I would have been I in there. To he it. did beat oh, me to yeah, it. <laughs> I, I jumped in that bath folks. And you, you never seen, seen a man wash his hair and body so quickly. He's in and out. And then he's in bed pillow on the face. Like yep. that's, that's don't bother me. Don't disturb. He usually reads at night. I, yeah, I was tired. It wasn't just that I was upset. I was super tired too. But you're right. Like, I mean, I was like, I'm going to bed. I'm done. I'm done with the day. I quit. So I got my things together, finished the bath, got myself ready for bed, took my things and went out because I didn't like the manner in which we came home. I wanted to make sure my girl was good. 
and just have a little bit of time. I hadn't prayed with her yet, so I knew I needed to do that and just give her a little bit of love, tuck the other daughter in, pray with her. And then I was I was good to come to bed. Um, I must have knocked out because I don't remember you coming back. Yeah. And we, I don't remember. We didn't say anything to each other, so I, I just assumed it was this type of night. I don't remember trying to go to sleep. Yeah. So this morning, the funny thing was, is I wake up, we wake up pretty early. And so I think I woke up at 6.30. I don't know. It was like 5.30, I think. All I know is I wake up, I come out here, and I've forgotten that we're in conflict. I forgot that we had conflict last night. Like, I'm in a super good mood. It's Saturday. So I walk out. We get to have coffee. And he hugs me like there's nothing between oh, us. Oh, yeah. And actually, as I came at you to to hug you, I think that's when I first got my first glimpse. I was like, because you kind of pulled back. I gave you a kiss, and you kind of pulled back. And I was like, what? What's going on? It's Saturday. It's one of our favorite days. And I was like, oh, we went to bed in conflict last night. Yeah. So um, apologies were made. Yes. And it's like, hey, I'm relationship sorry. restored. No. And now that we're unpacking this, here is a tool. Yeah. Like, where was the dysfunction, Chris? What was the dysfunction oh, here? I mean, communication. And I would throw in maybe a little bit of empathy, meaning... When there is miscommunication and your spouse doesn't do something that you just told them to do or asked them to do or whatever, instead of being like, what's their dysfunction or why aren't they doing this? Starting with empathy of, I wonder if I messed up in the way I communicated that. Like, I wonder if I was unclear. I, I may have been unclear or just not caring. Like, it's a place you're parking in the parking lot. You got me there. I have a job to do. Let's go fix the car. Who cares where you park? So I think that in my mind is the big takeaway is having good communication. And if communication isn't going well, assume that it's probably on your end. And what can you do right now to make it better? How about you? I too think that communication was the biggest fracture in what happened last night. Um, and I, I often like think the things you didn't know the different layers I was processing through. No. And I don't know if it's, I don't feel like I can communicate those layers to you because I'm not going to be received in my opinion, or if I'm just like, I'm not even going to attempt this right now. Like, I, I don't want to, I, I don't feel like I can do it right now. So I see where I could have communicated to you. However, I just, I th I think I don't because I don't really feel safe in that moment to say what I want to say. Yeah. So when there's time after the conflict, I feel okay talking about it, and especially on air, because I know it ain't going to get weird on here any weirder than it currently is. If you want to make it weird right now, let's get weird. Why? We're in a spare bedroom. There's a bed right For here. For the love of everything. I'm sorry, stop. folks. You guys didn't want to hear that. No, they didn't. I'll edit that. Actually, I won't. I didn't think you would, <laughs> I but I, I might have students listening to this and I just can't. Mm, Chris sorry. Littrell. Uh, so another another thing I wanted to bring up is going to bed without resolving conflict. Typically, we don't do that, but I was sitting there chewing on that this morning. I don't know. I mean, like, yes, I think we. Sh I think the rule, I think the rule is resolve conflict before you go to bed. Don't go to bed having conflict with your spouse. Own your piece of it, say I'm sorry, and then go to bed. But I don't know, what do you think? Were you in a spot that if I would have came and said, hey, babe, I'm sorry, I was being a jerk? Yeah, it probably would have been better. 
last night. It definitely would have been better. I don't know if it would have felt resolved for me just because I had these other things I needed to say to you to tell you why I felt the way I did. Yeah. So I, I definitely would have received you, but it wouldn't have been completely resolved for me in my mind. Yeah. I like it. Anyway, that's what I have to say. Uh, the call to action today is to communicate well and to love your spouse. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Marriage Mondays. We want to hear from you folks. How are we doing on the podcast? There's a few different ways for you to communicate back to us. First and foremost, please follow us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. That will cause the next episode to pop up. Also, I think it increases our viewability on those platforms. There's a way that I know increases our viewability, and that is liking, or excuse me, rating and reviewing us. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, and actually the analytics tell me most of you are, uh, you can rate and review us. There's five stars waiting on our main page. We'd really appreciate a five-star rating if if we've earned it, folks. If we haven't earned five stars, maybe shoot me an email instead at chris at gravityct.com. Let us know how to make a better future Marriage Monday topics or guests for me to interview. Remember, friends, getting married is easy. Staying married is real tough. So go and love well.